the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Dial back to laughter now. <laughs> it's a wonder we even get this show off the ground every week, folks. <laughs> yes, it's Saturday. Welcome back to another edition of Woods and Water, South Carolina. Glad to have Taylor back this week. Yay! Where were you last week? Where was I last week? I think I was um, stationed actually on the couch with my biology book and um, let's see what else. Spanish book. Uh, computer, um, bunches and bunches of notes. I think I had like 20 pages front and back of notes, um, and highlighters and sticky notes. You want me to keep going? No, I think people, they're turning the radio off now. Mm. Sorry. The show must go on, so I did it without you. You I'm sure people people that listened missed me a whole heck of a lot. No, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, you don't want to start that fight with me. This is pretty funny. Oh, boy. Let's, let's... (laughs) Is this gonna cause this just, me to have more this laughter? Just, yes, this just oh, shows boy. you. This just shows you the creativity of kids. Okay. <laughs> this, this is from. Uh, it just you just got to start out laughing, folks. So bear with us here. Last week, the city of San Clemente, California. Okay, that ought to tell you something about what <laughs> fixing to come. Um, you know, as part of their lockdown, they closed down the skate park. So. Evidently, the kids didn't take to the skate park being closed, so the city decided to dump dump 37 tons of sand on the skate park to keep the kids from skating during the coronavirus lockdown. (laughs) But just a few days later, local skaters were shredding it again. Ditch the fake news, folks. A group of determined skaters brought dustpans, shovels, and buckets to the park over the weekend in order to dig up the sand. Remarkably, by Sunday evening, much of the skate park was usable. Wow. Furthermore, kids figured out, <laughs> hey, we'll just use the sand as a dirt bike course. Oh, my God. So they took advantage of all the sand the city dumped in the San Clemente Skate Park, <laughs> helped some local skate- skateboarders turn into dirt bikers. Oh, my God. <laughs> what was the headline what, here? It was it was the city check, dumped. No, no, checkmate government dweeb. <laughs> yeah, checkmate. It says right here. It says uh, it says one Twitter user posted the Instagram videos on his Twitter account with the caption, "Lol, checkmate government dweebs turning skate park into a dirt bike track now." San Clemente Skate Park Co- Coalition, the local nonprofit that raised $50,000 to light the park, said the city didn't even reach out to them before deciding to dump the sand. <laughs> well. There you go. Way to go, boys, girls, <laughs> kids out there. If they dump 37 tons of sand in your skate park, turn it into a dirt bike track. I'm sorry. Yes, that's funny. I'm, I don't care who you are, that's funny. <laughs> 
Oh, yes. It is. Uh, <clears throat> it, we're starting to come out of it, folks. At least here in South Carolina, things are starting to reopen. Georgia, some other states. Um, you know, we've got a whole list of things that are opening up or have opened up. Uh, some things that have lifted. And we're going to get to that in the last segment. We are going to talk um, uh, next segment and probably through the third segment. I'm sure because once we start talking, we don't know when to quit, <laughs> except for station breaks and bottom of the hour news. But uh, Allison Rauch, uh, she is uh, works for Greer CPW, and she's a, an avid hiker. And I asked her if she would do a hiking segment, be our hiking coordinator. She said yes. So she's going to join us at least for the second segment. I'm sure we'll probably bleed in the third, and who knows how far that'll go. But uh, get ready for some hiking information. Because she is a wealth of knowledge. She hikes a lot. And that's who you want when you have somebody giving you a hiking segment. Exactly. She knows what she's talking about. That's right. Taylor, you got something for us? I do, actually. So it's springtime. Yes, it is. <clears throat> and, you know, flowers are blooming. It's real nice outside, you know. If Grass you, needs cutting. It does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I wasn't going to mention that. but okay. um, And, you know, it can be nice, but then you can have the tornadoes that we had. Just a few days ago. So, yeah. But <clears throat> along with spring comes the animals and, for us deer hunters, the fawns. And, and we are, yeah, the we're looking backyard. at a rabbit right, right here out of our kitchen window. Our rabbit's right here in the backyard. We have a little that, family rabbits out here. That rabbit needs to cut back on whatever he's eating. Gosh, he's huge. Anyway, I'm not judging here. Um, <clears throat> but, like I said, around this time, fawns have spots. And a article was released from SCDNR um, talking about lost fawns and saying the headline is leave lost fawns alone. Because they're not lost. They're not. Um, it says if a deer fawn is found alone in the woods, just leave it there. The mom has not abandoned it. She's nearby somewhere. Um, but removing a fawn from the forest is illegal because the animal is being taken outside the legal seasons for taking deer. Um, which is also called hunting season. Um, many people, they mistakenly assume that the animal has been deserted by its mother. It, temporarily, it has been. It has, but for a purpose. That's right. Um, they have not been abandoned. They are still in the care of the mom. But um, deer fawns during April, May, and June in South Carolina will um, begin daily movements with their moms about three or four weeks after birth. Um, human handling is a disturbance of the fawns and can cause the doe to shy away um, or even desert um, the fawn. Um, a bleeding response by the fawn can summon nearby predators. Yes. That's another threat. Yes. Um, it's part of nature for Absolutely. a doe to leave her fawn. Um, for just a few weeks, um, it draws away predators, um, and it, it t- gives the mom some time to go out and feed a little bit. But she always comes back. Because she's got to go eat so she can produce milk mm-hmm. so the fawn can nurse. Yep. Um, but when you see a fawn just laying there, he's just waiting for the mom to come home. That's she right. will come back. That's it. Um, they will, they mostly stay bedded down, but they will occasionally move to distances, or <laughs> short distances um, to find better bedding, bedding sites. And they do that more and more the older they get. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, do, you, do you know why a mom leaves a fawn alone? Tell me. You don't know this. No, I do, but you tell me. See, this is one of those things where being left alone is actually safer than having mom next to you. Mm-hmm. A doe smells. Mm-hmm. You know, she's at least a year old. 
she smells. A fawn that is newly born, especially in the first couple of weeks, has essentially no odor. And between it having no odor and the natural camouflage of the spotted hide and all that, it is safer and survivability is better if it's by itself. That's exactly right. Thank so, you. if you see a fawn along the way... Take a picture. Just, yeah. <laughs> look at it and say, oh, look at the little fawn. It's so <laughs> it's cute. Bambi. That's right. Yeah. But just Enjoy it, it. Yes. But leave it alone. It's perfectly fine. One All of the close. One of the, uh, the coolest experiences I ever had... When we had a club in Anderson, we had a dike system. It was a duck hunting club, and we had a dike system. And one summer, we were walking one of the dikes, and it's grown up. We we only we did we left it open, you know, unmowed for the turkeys, deer, whatever. And as we were walking on the dike, you we saw something in the tall grass ahead of us, and you couldn't quite figure out what it was, and realized it was a fawn. And he came right up, and we stopped. We just stopped. And he came. He walked dead at us. And began sniffing my fingers. And I seriously, it was all I could do not to reach down and pet him. <laughs> it was just a natural reaction. Just like a little puppy dog. <laughs> and he's sniffing. He's kind of looking around. And I'm like, this is just bizarre. But he was the cutest little just thing. Just curious little Yeah, guy. just curious. <laughs> but yeah, so if you see one, leave them alone. If you see one walking around, they're not lost. They get a little older. They start moving around on their own and... It's just it's nature. It's all in the process of nature. Exactly. That's right. it. And it was just really cool. Nature's cool. <laughs> Nature is cool. It is cool. Oh, there goes that computer noise again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Hang on through the break. We'll be back. We're going to talk about hiking on the other side, places you can go. Things you need. Things you need. Hang on. More Woods and Water South Carolina on the other side. Welcome back to Woods and Water, South Carolina, leading off with a little rush there. Like that, don't you, Taylor? Oh, you just know I love it. I know you love my music. Allison, do you like my bumper music when you listen to my show? Oh, yeah, careful, absolutely. Careful. <laughs> that didn't sound very confident, did it? Oh, no. I was, okay. I was, I was, okay. That, was a, that was a leading question. I was just going to see what, if you could cover for yourself. <laughs> and in true... Public relations form, you did wonderful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just say it with confidence, and then the folks will believe you. That's right? exactly right. She's good, isn't she, Taylor? She's good. Oh, yeah. She's good. I, I just uh, <laughs> <laughs> Taylor doesn't have to be that complimentary. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> no, I live with you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But anyway, we are. Uh, we do. Yeah, we are. Be honest. Yes, yeah, she's honest. That's the truth. She's very honest. Uh, we we are privileged to have Allison Route with us. Uh, she is uh, she's with Greer CPW. You're, you're their public relations officer, right? Yeah, official title is public information there coordinator. There we go. There we go. Yeah. And uh, and and go ahead, go ahead and say hello to your parents. They're in Columbia with this, this yeah, show. Yeah. Hey, mom and dad. Yeah. I, yeah. They're they're listening in in Columbia. Yep. So Told cool. Them to tune in. There we go. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you folks in Columbia, y'all can hear us now too. <laughs> 
And uh, but yeah, I want to give you the opportunity. I bet they never hear you on an outdoor show talking about hiking. No, but they know that it's one of my uh, first loves for sure. It is, and that that's one thing that from the very first time I met you, and we we started talking, we met. Because you, uh, y'all, the girl Centennial Lions Club and CPW puts on a CPW <laughs> commission. Okay, that's not concealed weapons weapons permit. <laughs> you know, I, I got confused for the longest time. <laughs> I wanted to call us CWP. CWP, yes. Yeah, it confused the heck out of me. Yeah, but yeah. you you and I first met each other in in, in coordinating for for your fishing tournament, which unfortunately had to get canceled this year. Uh, we talked, we found out we had the outdoors in common, and, and it was very apparent and immediate that uh, you love hiking. And I said, you know what, the, we need a hiking segment every quarter. And I know the person oh, to yeah, ask to do it. Oh, for sure. Yep. And, and, and <laughs> lucky you, you should have said no, but you said yes. <laughs> I'm stuck now, but You're maybe I can pass my love of hiking on to somebody else. And it will spark a um, something for them that they want to go out and do it too. Absolutely, I got to ask you before we get started with with what we're going to talk about today. You're starting. I noticed on social media when you're doing your hikes, you're doing like hike number something of a hundred. Are you having a goal of hiking a hundred different trails this year? No, not exactly. Okay. So I found this online, and it was just something for women who really liked hiking to start keeping track of their hike. Okay. It wasn't like you had to go out and hike five miles or 10 miles or 100 miles in the year. Just go out and hike 100 miles and um, ah, keep track of it. Okay. Yeah. So 100 hikes okay. and keep track of it. And yeah, it's a, a thing called hiker base and they, started it for you to go out and keep track of it. So I thought, you know, I hike a lot. I just never really keep track of the mileage or where sure. I go. Yeah. So this might be cool for me to share it online so people can see what I'm doing and where I'm going. Yeah. Hiker babes, Taylor, not biker babes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Listen, because I went through a phase when I was like 10. I know. Yeah. We, uh-huh. we had a black leather phase <laughs> at the house. You know, I'm sure that there are the the biker babes out there too, the hiker and the biker babe. Yes, yes, but we're just, hiking babes. I just released my darkest secret, <laughs> my biker phase. Oh, jeez. It was scary. Trust oh, me. Uh, well, anyway, enough enough of our family history. You are, <laughs> you are, um, you're our hiking contact, and and I've asked you to yeah. do this, and you've agreed to. And kind of what I want you to do, because you've you kind of told me this, you've since the state parks have been closed, which they opened back up yesterday, um, you've actually found some kind of cool hikes that aren't in state parks. And so I said, well, look, why don't you give us one of both? Give us a, maybe a state park hike and a uh, another hike, or or just two of your hikes that you think people would enjoy. And, and then mm-hmm. after that, we're gonna. I want you to give us a piece of equipment you think is just for hiking, if you're contemplating getting started hiking, what is one of those things that you just have to have? And I think yeah. uh, I think between getting people's oh. interest picked with a couple of hikes and telling them, hey, this is something you need, I think you can accomplish your goal of getting somebody interested in going hiking. I certainly hope so. I really certainly hope so. Um, 
So ironically, I'm going to mention one of my favorite places, and that sparked my interest and my love of hiking. Yeah. Probably five or six years ago, I was living in the Rock Hill area, and I adopted a dog. She's probably now 60 pounds, super active, loves to climb, run, swim, everything. And I was living in an apartment. And I thought, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? This dog is going to eat my home. You know, like I've got to get out with her. And so I started exploring places to go out with the dog. And as a single female, I actually felt pretty secure going out with the dog. Sure. Um, I think that's very important for you to feel safe and secure and um just to go out and explore. So I took the dog with me to a place called the Ann Springs Post Greenway in Fort Mill. And it's 2,100 acres of greenway. They have 36 miles of trail. And I started making it my goal to start crossing off all the trails there just so I could say that I've done the entire greenway. Sure. And that really was just a wonderful experience for me to get outdoors And if anybody is familiar with the Fort Mill area, you know how much it has exploded in the past (laughs) five to ten years. Yes. Um, There's so much growth and businesses and hotels popping up. And what is amazing about the Ann Springs Close Greenway is the land was donated by the children of Miss Ann Springs Close to honor her lifelong commitment to the environment. So this place even though there is so much growth around the Greenway, it will always be there for years and years to come. It's never going away. And that's a cool thing about all those that easements was, and all. Yep. Mm-hmm, yeah. So I just fell in love with the Greenway. What's so impressive is Miss Ann Springs Close is still alive. Uh-huh. And I see her when I, I would see her sometimes just – out there on the horse trails or just hiking to have a picnic with her family. And I thought, man, what do I need to do to have a Greenway named after me? <laughs> like, that is just so neat. So, so neat. And I try to go back there anytime that I have the opportunity. It's one of my favorite places. The employees there, um, I just think the world of them, and they're always so inviting when I come back. Talk about for a minute, okay, when you say there's 36 miles of trail, what are the trails like? I mean, are they just kind of uh, grass-free, you know, ruts through the woods, or are these crush-and-run gravel trails? What are the trails like? And being in Fort Mill, I'm sure they're fairly flat. I mean, this would be an easy place to start out hiking. Yeah, yeah. This would be a great place to start out because it is fairly flat. There are not very many roots or rocks, which is great for anybody who wants to do trail running or just get out there to get your your feet wet of sorts when it comes to hiking. So it's fairly flat, wonderful suspension bridges. That was always something that fascinated me, that you could um, go over the, the creeks there. There's five of them on their property and the blue star trail will allow you to hit all of them when you're hiking the blue star trail. So yeah, I'd say fairly flat, something that folks that are just interested in getting into hiking could definitely tackle. And there are a few gravel roads, but for the most part, they're just dirt. Just dirt. Mm -hmm. So you probably need, you probably need a pretty good pair of, shoes or boots on most of those hikes now that, that would so yeah 
Um, yeah, when I first started out hiking, it was just tennis shoes for me. Okay. But then I realized if I would go hiking after a, a big, big rain, I right. thought, hmm, I'm slipping <laughs> and sliding. Maybe I should get something a little more sturdy, right? Yeah. And their website is ASCGreenway.org. It and, is. And they, it is. And they've got a big one. And it's, this is, you know, we were talking earlier about uh, being timely and all, because they're actually, they've been shut down for a little while, and they're actually opened back up this past Monday. April the 27th. I had the they pleasure of actually going. Yeah, I went hiking right before they shut down due to the coronavirus. And I did the full Blue Star Trail down and back, and that was about 14 miles. Ooh, so you can only wow. enter the, the Blue Star Trail. Okay. <laughs> that was I, – I love longer hikes just because I can clear my mind. Sure. I get a good opportunity to be out on the trail. It, yeah, 14 miles for me. That's, that's a good hike. <laughs> oh, it's a really gosh. good hike. But the thing is, is anybody listening to this, they don't have to say, oh, my gosh, I have to be Allison. I have to go out and do 14 miles. Too. Right. The great thing about the Greenway is that there's so many trails. You could go out and do a half a mile. You could do three miles. You could take the Lake Hagler Loop. It, you could make as many miles out there as you really want to. Okay. I was just looking here. They're saying um, Monday through Thursday, trails open to members and general public. Friday through Sunday, entry and trails will be open to Greenway members only. Uh, all Greenway facilities will remain closed. Uh, the canteen will offer takeout meals for purchase online only and not for consumption on the Greenway. And if an entrance is an unsafe capacity, when we temporarily close certain entrances to encourage use of less utilized entrances and trails. So that's uh, got really less than a minute and a half or so. Um, that's one that's opening back. And we mentioned the state parks are opening back up yesterday, Friday. They opened back up. That's right. And uh, so, you know, Allison, you and I know that nature is never closed. The outdoors is always open. Yeah, I had to get creative. I know that a lot of the heritage preserves stayed open yeah. during the coronavirus and the shutdown. But the state parks, as you mentioned, they're yeah. open. And Jones Gap State Park in the upstate is by far one of my <laughs> favorites. I think when you see those big, large rocks and the water cascading oh, over yeah. the middle Saluda River yep. and then the trout fishermen in the river, it just makes that experience so relaxing to be up there. That's right. Well, look, we're going uh, to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about another hike and then something you think is necessary for people that are hiking. So hang on. Back with more Woods and Water South Carolina and Allison talking about hiking. Well, I like the left out in the cloud part. <laughs> wow. Good old well, Darius Rucker. There you go. Good old Darius Rucker. You know? Oh, man. See, I like this music. This would be nice if it was just, you know. I've given you this many suggestions. Great. It's, 
This would be great if this was a live concert that we could go to. Oh, absolutely. That would be great. Mm. Trying to think, where did I see him? Simpsonville. When did you go see Darius Rucker in Simpsonville? He was in Simpsonville a couple of years back. I took your sister. You didn't take me. I took you to see the Doobie Brothers. The Doobie Brothers and the Eagles, we saw it yeah. at the amphitheater. I think I took, yeah, I took I took your sister to the to see Darius. Yeah, she always gets to do everything. I don't know. Ooh, that was Justin Moore was there, too. Okay, all right, act. okay, all right, let's <laughs> stop this. You got gypped. You, you always took Jordan to concerts. I never went to concerts. I know, I know. I don't go to as many as I used to. But anyway, <laughs> we are back with another segment of Woods and Water, South Carolina. We're going to have to... We're going to have to get a referee and keep us on track here, Taylor. Um, we have to hire Don't a third person. We're going to have to hire somebody to sit in the studio oh, with no, us. Oh, no, I'm not letting them come, I think. <laughs> uh, we, are, we are back with Woods and Water South Carolina. We're talking hiking with Allison Rauch. And, uh, Allison, we talked about Ann Springs Greenway, uh, which is right there in Fort Mill, South Carolina, and that's one mm-hmm. of your favorite hikes for this second. Um, what's another one of your favorite hikes? What, what other hike are you going to tease us with? Well, the Jones Gap State Park in Slater Marietta is by far one of my favorites, um, and a trail that I recommend folks that if they're interested in getting into hiking, a good little butt kicker of a hike, but it <laughs> has a wonderful payoff in the end, okay. is the Rainbow Falls Trail within Jones Gap State Park. Okay. It has, it's about 4.3 miles round trip and just a wonderful waterfall on the backside of it. One of my favorite parks to go visit. And you are right there because there are two things in that park. Uh, you might get other places. The huge rocks in the river, in the stream. I remember that. I haven't been mm-hmm. up there in a long time. We used to go up there hiking when I was in high school and college. Um, but there, the big boulders in the creek and then the trout fishing. Oh, yeah. It, there's just a calmness as you're driving down that road into Jones Gap. So you just take a deep breath and you feel like, okay, I am, I'm checked out for the next hour and a half. Nobody can bother me because cell phone reception, you usually don't get cell phone reception right. up there, but right. yeah, you can just check out for an hour and a half and forget everything that is worrying you. And it's one of the best things about being up there. I do like the state parks because a lot of their trails are very well marked and they're marked with blazes okay. or directional signs and that's something that's very important for me. When you when you say it's a butt kicker of a hike, what's a butt kicker about it? Is it just the, the change in elevation? Uh what but what makes it kind of a little more difficult hike than say Ann Screen Ann Springs Close Greenway? Well, that was something that I had to get used to when I moved from Fort Mill to Greer. I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm not used to mountains. I'm going to have to get used to this. Mm-hmm. So uh, Rainbow Falls, it, there's a pretty steady incline as okay. you're going up. It'll eventually level off, but the climb is definitely a lot different than Fort Mill's flat <laughs> roads and trails, for sure. So definitely take some water, take a snack eat up at the top of the waterfall. That's just something that I enjoy really year-round at Jones Gap is being able to go up there and see the different seasons up there. Yeah, because you'll get all four of them up there. You'll, oh, yeah. You, you'll get it's deep beautiful winter. beautiful in the fall. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's sometimes that you can see the ice 
on the rocks as they're frozen in the winter time. That's it, it's beyond peaceful. <clears throat> that is that is a, a photographer's dream is when you get a really really cold snap around a waterfall because you get all the spray coming off freezes up on things you get that that white coating to everything. If you like to take pictures, and I know it's not it's not really fun to get out there when it's 15, 20 degrees, but the rewards, <laughs> including the waterfall, the rewards of seeing all that ice and all, it, I'll agree with you there. That is a really cool thing, and if you ever get a chance to do it, you need to go see it for yourself. I certainly agree. There's 47 state parks in South Carolina. I sadly have not visited as many Aww. as I want to, but I will I will have to do better. <laughs> well, I I can assure you you're you're miles ahead of me. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> well well you gotta take that first step. You gotta get oh, out the door, you gotta yes. put your hiking boots that's on right. and you, you do. just gotta go. You gotta make time for yeah. it. And that's that's one thing I've tried to encourage people during this what we've just endured for the last month and a half or so and will probably endure for a time being is use this as an opportunity. There there are no sports going on. There's no high school sports. There's no college. There's no professional. Uh, you know, live PD has been canceled, so you can't use that excuse on Friday and Saturday night. But use, use this as an opportunity to to delve into something like hiking, something that you may have done when you were a kid and you just didn't think about it. Back then it was just going for walks. Um but I've always encouraged people to use this time to find something new that you can do and continue it. You know, don't just let it drop. When everything gets back to normal, don't just drop it. Continue it. Take up hiking. And then do it along. You don't yeah. have to do it every week, but do it along. Continue that because there, there are more. You know this as well as I do. There are so many studies out there about the therapeutic and, and helpfulness of being just being outdoors itself. Not including the hiking, getting mm-hmm. your heart rate up, getting the exercise and the fresh air. It's it's, it's therapeutic, and we, you and I both know there's so many articles out there that you could, you could spend years reading articles about it. Yes, and hiking is one of those activities that really anybody can do it once you invest in a few key items. I think you're good to go, and it's one of those activities that doesn't cost a lot of money to participate in either. Did you get that transition? She went from her second hike right into something she that you need for hiking. So I'm just going to let her go. All right, what, give it, give us something that people really need to take time, uh, investigate, and, and invest in a good set or pair or this. What is it? Yeah. Well, in the first segment, I mentioned a little bit about safety for me, and being a female, safety is always so important for me. So the first thing I would always say is hike with a partner if you can. But always tell somebody where you're going, your travel plans, when you plan to be back, and have hard copy maps and maybe an app like All Trails. Okay. I've started using it, and it will help map out where I plan to go and will log my mileage, and it's extremely helpful for me so that I know um, to stay on the right path. Now, is but when it comes to uh, – go ahead. I was going to ask you, is All Trails a free app? It is. You can pay extra for the the platinum or extra version, and I haven't done that yet. I okay. just started exploring all trails. Okay. All trails was really beneficial for me to find new trails during the coronavirus when the state parks were closed. Okay. I was able to just go in and search hiking near Greer, and I had certain options 
pop up for me, and I thought, hmm, let me do my research and see what this is all about. Okay. So, nice. yeah, definitely look into All Trails okay. as an app to find places to explore near you. Okay. we got about two minutes left. Give it, go ahead and give us your pick of what we got to have to go hiking. Oh, gosh. I'd say definitely a good pair of socks and some boots. They always say cotton is rotten. That's the, the slogan that I've heard. Okay. So a lot of people will wear cotton socks while they're out hiking. That's probably not going to be the best material for you to wear. I recommend something like darn tough or smart wool okay. socks. And then just a good sturdy pair of boots. I'm not sponsored by REI or any other group. But REI has a very generous return policy. So if you get some boots that you're not exactly happy with, just return them and try something else. And that actually happened to me. I got some boots that were above the ankle, and they just caused major problems for me. So now I got a different boot, and I'm extremely happy. So, yeah, I think start from the ground up and get some good breathable pants that you can move in, get a good moisture-wicking shirt, and a water bottle. And that's a good foundation for you to start. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. like we said at the beginning, you just got to get up off the couch and go do it. Right, Taylor? Right, yeah. We have we have grand plans to go do this, and it just seems like life just gets busier and busier. Let me, we got about a minute left in this whole thing. You know, we've talked about working from home. In your, in your capacity with, uh, with Chris EPW, have you... Is it harder or easier for you to work from home? The job itself is mainly the same, managing social media and interacting with our customers on social media. But for my job, I do a lot of networking and meeting people and helping them with their utility problems. So that has been a bit difficult, but I've learned a new normal, and that's made things easier, not but it still it still stinks. You know, I'm a people person, and I like to I like to see people and yeah. give them hugs. Yep. And I'm ready for you know I'm born and raised in the South. I like doing handshakes. <laughs> right. So I'm ready to get back to that again. Well, cool. Well, Allison, thanks so much for your time, for your knowledge, for your input, and uh, we look forward to doing this again uh, here in the next couple months. And who knows, maybe I'll meet some folks out on the trail that listen to the show. I'd love to meet them. There you go. Well, thanks. And you uh, take care of yourself. We'll talk to you later on. Thank you. All right. See you guys. Give me a bottle of anything and a glazed donut to go. To go. I knew you would like this one. Why? I'm so disappointed. <laughs> I'm, I'm beyond disappointed. Whoa. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. Oh, my ears. Welcome to David Lee Roth. Oh, dang. <laughs> I knew you'd like that one. I just wanted to make your day. <laughs> Folks, That's a good one. If y'all can see my face right if now. You, if you haven't seen the video that that one starts out with, it's hilarious. Don't go watch it because it just gives them more encouragement. <laughs> All right. It, it is. I hope you've had a good time this hour. 
We have. We always do. Hope you laughed. Hope you smiled a little bit. Hope you looked outside and said, except for you, you got a bad attitude. <laughs> hope you looked outside and said, there it is. The outdoors is never closed. And it's opening back up, folks. And that so we're going to take. We're gonna, <laughs> that's not a really dramatic. There it is. The a, it's the outdoors. It's never closed. It's Steve. Oh my gosh. <laughs> why can't we stop laughing today? Because we're having fun doing this. That's why. As well, we should have fun doing this. This is an outdoor I'm show. Take a nap after this. This is this is about having fun, information for people to go, and then just go out and do it. And we we have a good time doing it. And and little, why shouldn't we? A little too good. Of a why time. shouldn't we have a good time? Okay. <laughs> All right, things are opening back up. Restrictions are being listed. We're going to go through a few of the things you probably already know about, but just in case you haven't heard what's back open, uh, here's a few things from the outdoors that are. Uh, I'll start out. The Francis Marion and San Sumter National Forests have opened boat ramps. Uh, this was dated back on April 17th in, a, in accordance with Governor McMaster's executive orders. La, 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 la. Um, However, Buck Hall Recreation Area is still closed. So just be aware of that. I don't know why Buck Hall is still closed. Maybe it's because the campground is right there. I don't quite know why, and there's no explanation. So just just be aware that, that Buck Hall is closed, but in your Sumter National Forest and your Francis Marion National Forest, the boat ramps are back in business. And with boat ramps being back in business, be courteous. Get in, get down the ramp, and back off the ramp timely. Get your stuff together before you park on the ramp to back your boat in the water. That's where those little pull-off areas are for before you get down there. That's to get your stuff, you know, make sure your plug is in, you know, take the motor mount, the motor mount off so that, you know, and uh, life jackets out, tie-down straps off. Be careful with that front one, though. I know some boats like to slide off trailers, so... You know your boat. You know whether to take the front one off or not before you back down the ramp. So, But, yeah, just a boating etiquette, boat ramp etiquette. It's a good time for you to to get back on that. Go ahead. Well, I've got another Francis Marion and Sumner National Forest news. Um, they have lifted the fire restrictions. Um, they, I got that one, too. Okay. Mine's probably better. No, mine is. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Well, that's oh, well, that's Francis Marion National. Yeah. Okay, all right, you go ahead. I got a different okay. one. So this is April twenty second. Yes. Um, they will lift the forest wide fire restrictions on all four ranger districts in South Carolina and allow campfires. Um, but they Im- they implemented the fire restrictions on the national forests in South Carolina due to high fire danger, and to ensure public employee and firefighter safety. Um. The U.S. Forest Service Southern Region Meteorologist expects precipitation to be above normal this month. So we <laughs> should be good there. Um, but it says, it, there's a couple little points here that I circled that are important to remember. Stay out of closed areas. Um, take your trash with you when you leave. That's part of the um, no trace principle. Yeah, leave no trace. Yep. yep. Um, and if an area is crowded, look for a less crowded area. There go. you go. Well, mine do that is the South Carolina Forestry Commission has lifted the statewide burning ban effective April 21st. And this is not timely, but kind of busy last week, and it's the first time we get to it. Uh, as you recall, they did a statewide red flag ban uh, for all fires, control burns, and, and we had um, we had a forestry guy on with us who was talking about it. They have 
they were suffering too because those guys they're really little pyromaniacs at heart, and they like to burn things, and I do too. I can admit with them. So anyway, um, and I tell you, it's a good thing because with all the storms we've had and the tornadoes and all, we need to have some fires. We we've got lots of limbs and yard debris to, to get rid of, and also this is timely. Uh, campfire, fire pit burns, residential yard debris burns, and prescribed burns will be allowed to continue resume as normal. Uh, it's important to note that burning storm-related debris is subject to special requirements set by the South Carolina Department of Health and Environmental Control to protect public health during the COVID-19 response. There's a couple things I'm not going to miss. COVID-19 and social distancing. Two of those things. If I never hear those two things again, I'll be all right. That would be. Uh, in addition, all open burning activities must be in compliance with DHEC open burning regulations. Remember, there is a um, wherever you are, especially if you're out of the city or municipal uh, boundaries, you'll you've got special regulations in there. But as far as um, control burns and and yard debris and stuff like that, if you're in the county, you have a county. Telephone number to call the South Carolina Forestry Commission and let them know you're going to be burning so they don't send out a helicopter with a bag full of water to douse your fire or to fine you for not doing it right. So anyway, yeah, uh, crank up those backyard fire pits, folks. The s'mores. Oh, s'mores. Go ahead. S'mores. I'm going to go ahead. Oh, boy. You do yours. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quickly pull something up here. Go <laughs> okay. ahead. Well, we've got a 32nd annual SC Governor's Cup Billfish Fishing Series 2020 tournament schedule, which um, is uh, which is one of the things that really hasn't been canceled so no, far. No, it hasn't, and it's kind of surprising, but I like it. Yes. Um, May 20th through the 23rd is the 53rd annual Georgetown Blue Marlin tournament, and that is set to that date. If you go on their website, that is still set to May 20th to the through the 23rd. Um, but if they need to change it, it will be moved to August uh, 12th through the 15th. So keep that in mind. If they have to cancel it. Yes, if they have, they have to cancel okay. it or move it. Um, Allison mentioned this in passing. Oh, well, we didn't mention it. The Ann Springs Close Greenway is to reopen Monday on the 27th. Uh, they're happy to have everybody back. We did read a few things you need to be careful about. But, yes, it's um, it's back open. The outdoors has never been closed, and it's gradually reopening with boat ramps open for people to go fishing. Mm-hmm. And the state parks, the South Carolina state parks are back open. Do you have anything else? I do. Oh, you do. Go ahead. I'll, go ahead. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, this is a news release from Spartanburg Water. Um, Spartanburg Water has made the decision to reopen the boat landings at both Lake Bowen and Lake Blaylock. Um, is that how you say it? Blaylock? Yep. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, but it's strictly for the purpose of launching and retrieving boats. Um there's a couple questions. Apparently, they've gotten asked a couple questions about this that they have put out. Um, are the parks open? No. Um, the fishing piers, playgrounds, picnic tables, and lake offices will remain closed. Um, what are the hours? 6 a.m. to midnight um, for, de- for SCDNR regulations. How can I purchase or renew my boat permit? Um, since lake offices are closed, you may mail in the renewal form. Or use the drop boxes um, outside the both of the lake the lake offices um, and drop off those renewals with your payment. Boat permit stickers will be mailed to your residence. And then we've got our four public access areas along the shoreline open. They are not. Um, are the rest are the restrooms and facilities open? They are not. 
Um, can I anchor my boat? Yes, but only for, for the purpose of fishing. That's right. If you're out there riding around in your boat for pleasure, you cannot anchor. Uh, as of yesterday, Friday, May the 1st, South Carolina State Parks are set to reopen. Whew. Group facilities like picnic shelters and community buildings will remain closed for the time being. Uh, let's see. They are going to lower capacity levels a little bit. They are going to honor any existing camping and cabin reservations that were scheduled to check in on Friday, May 1st forward. Some state parks will begin taking new reservations that begin May 11th and forward. Uh, let's see what else here. There was some other stuff. They, that was from the South Carolina State Parks website, our Facebook page. And then they had a notice that Edisto Beach State Park is reopening. As of yesterday, You know, access to daily visitors will remain closed until further notice. Let's see. Oh, Edisto Beach will reopen to overnight guests, cabin and campsite rentals on May 1st. Access to daily vis- visitors is still closed. La. Okay. Let's see what else they had, because they had a bunch of things come out. Um, and they've been doing some, like, webinars and Facebook Live things from the various state parks. It's been pretty. Jones Gap State Park is reopened. Mentioned that. Uh, for for any of the, the particulars, you need to go to the state park website and, and check it out. Oh, what I was going to do. Oh, boy. Yes. Oh, yes. I see, I see Hershey's chocolate. Yes. S'mores. As if, for those of you who have never done s'mores before, here is what you need. Hershey's milk chocolate bars, marshmallows, and graham crackers. And this says no campfire required. Eh, okay, you can do it in the microwave or the oven, but a campfire is where it's at, right? So it's real easy. Take two graham crackers, two large marshmallows, and a Hershey's milk chocolate bar. And you break the graham crackers in half. You break the chocolate bar in half. You take the two marshmallows. You put them on a a uh, fork thing over the fire. And you brown them. And you take those hot marshmallows. And you put them down on top of those Hershey's milk chocolate. And you take that other graham cracker thing and you fold it over half. And you have s'mores. It's good to me. I know one time somebody was trying, I think it was back in the last political administration, that uh, they wanted you to uh, replace the milk chocolate with fruit. Uh, no. Chocolate with fruit, yeah. That didn't go over too well. No. Anyway, that's s'mores. <laughs> There's a website with a recipe on it. We may have to do that soon. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. Well, we uh, that's about it for this, this week. Yep. Be back next week. Got any ideas what's going on next week? I don't. Oh, well, I'm sure it'll be fun. Yeah, we'll figure out something. <laughs> but anyway, we uh, hope you've enjoyed the show. And, um, you know, the outdoors is not closed. Things are opening back up. Get out there and enjoy things. It's always out there for you. But you got to make time for it. Yeah. You need to take the back roads when you can. Don't feed the camera. We'll be back next week. More Woods and Water, South Carolina. Give me from behind